0: The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast Lessons and Success. I'm here with my co host, Dr. Michael Troyer, and our topic for today will be Shut Up and Listen.
0: Hello, Anna. How are you? And hello, listeners. Uh, A reminder that we want to serve that small business and the owners and the employees with good ideas to make your business better. And so this morning, we're a harsh, harsh title Shut Up and Listen. I phrased it that way because I'm bad at being a good listener and I need to sharpen up. That It came to me because there was a time when I was leading a department of, of probably 20 people. Someone would come in to see me and I'd half listen and half of my time I was spending on something else that I was working on my desk. I didn't put my pencil down. Today, not only should you put your pencil down, you should turn off your phone. You should maybe close the door. People need to be listened to and we're not good at it. And we're, we're really referring to the term active listening. We're doing something about the listening. So how do we do that?
1: Yeah, how, how really, Michael, how do we become a good listener? Because I'm like you. I talk a lot, all the time, and I, sometimes I'm hoping, you know, people are saying, okay, Anna, shut up. I really <laughs> need to <laughs> talk. So I monopolize the time. I'm sorry for people yep. who know <laughs> me.
0: Well, I we say that. We're both high energy people, so we want to get it done and we're in a hurry. And yes, sometimes I don't listen as well as I ought to. I think the first thing is to read the body language of the person coming to you. Can you tell that that they're anxious about something or that they have an idea they're really excited to share? Uh, Or are they just coming by to sit down and and blow a little time because they want to rest, even though you're busy? I would differentiate between those. The person coming in for that casual, well, i I got 10 minutes before my next appointment. I'm sorry, but I don't. I'm going to stand up and walk you to the door, and we'll talk a little bit and kind of ease you through that door frame. But the other two, I want to say, if you've got a concern, or if you've got a good idea, I want to listen. So I'm going to put my phone over here and turn it off. I'm going to close the door. Let's talk. That would be the first thing, make them comfortable, make them feel that this is an environment where they're going to be listened to.
1: And the other option, especially right now, I want to turn it into the small business because our small business listeners will probably wondering, hey, why does it pertain for us and why are you talking about this topic is because a lot of times, as a small business owners, we go and we start talking about our product, in love with our product, talking about only our product. Instead of taking a pause, asking open-end questions, and listen to some of our customers, what kind of experience they had with our product, if, he, if they had, what kind of problems even they have. In our head, we may decide, hey, I have a solution for this problem. So instead of talking about ourselves and our product and services, listen to your customers. It's extremely important to be active listener, like Michael said.
0: In fact, I think there are many, many companies out there that have had great success because they've learned to listen and they've got new product ideas by listening uh, and not assuming that our, our product, which we developed and we put so much energy and time and investment into is not the greatest slice of white bread that you can buy. There are other, other flavors of good bread.
1: And there's a lot of companies out there who did not listen to their customers. What kind of problems they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blockbuster is one of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think of how... You don't
1: see them anymore.
0: No, and and, and I think of a time back when Nokia was the... Early version of a smartphone—they're not around anymore. Well, they're kind of around, but they're not nearly with the, the success they had once because they didn't listen to the other things people wanted with their smartphone. We didn't even call it a smartphone then. So listening, and then the second step of that to me is to ask questions that that show you're listening. So if Anna's brought me an issue she wants to talk about, I'm going to listen. My questions—I'm I'm not going to share her my point of view yet. I want to let her finish what she's saying. And then I need to ask some questions of her that show I listened to what she said, so that she knows I'm behaving. I'm, I'm, yeah, behaving, paying attention, doing the things I need to do as an active listener. So my, I don't want to offer a. Oh well, we ought to do this on it. No, it's tell me more about what you just said. I, I want to understand it better on it. Tell me more. That's another part of active listening.
1: Yeah. Yes, you have to ask good questions, open end questions, to make sure that you understand. The other person point of view you're absolutely correct because we just talk or we just get into our monologue (laughs) phase where we don't listen
0: yep and i I think one of our big challenges today and you and i have experienced this is is also we're not across from one another we're we're on this thing called zoom or slack or uh microsoft team or whatever it might be uh we is a little tougher to Observe the nonverbal cues, the the expressions the person has, whether they're maybe perspiring or they're breathing a little harder, their their posture, those subtle body language things that would tell us, particularly when they're bringing us an issue, a concern, we'd understand more what they're saying if we could see those things. We have to be more alert now because we don't get all of that feedback coming across the screen. Uh, Maybe Anna right now is tapping her foot in her office, or maybe I am because I'm nervous, but she wouldn't see it. So those, we have to work harder at that active side of listening to know what their mood is.
1: And a lot of times, sometimes, especially right now, like Michael said, it's difficult. But a lot of times we have to know that we have our own assumptions Mm -hmm. in our head, the way we have been conditioned. And I don't want to go into this conditioning and biases and uh, (laughs) unconditioning. uh, like unconditioned um, uh, biases, you know, like yep. we have already formed in our heads. So we think we understand what the other person is saying by building our own story in our mind. But do we do really understand what is the true story?
0: And a good trick to me in doing that is to ask questions of the of the person talking to try to clarify their assumptions because it may make us then realize we've come to this with an assumption as well, that we think we know their problem when we don't, that we have an answer that isn't going to work. But we do that by asking them questions to clarify why they feel the way they feel or what has to be true for for this problem to exist or for that solution to work. So questions really help a lot. They really make that a much deeper conversation
1: examine your unconscious biases Mm -hmm. that's the other thing we have to we have to make sure that we're aware of them
0: In, in fact think of this as a collaborative conversation between you the listener and the person speaking we have to examine our biases they have to examine theirs we have to work at this together to get something fruitful coming out of it so that's why we say shut up and listen because we need to really work hard at listening. I'm not good at it yet. I've been around a long time and I'm not good at it yet. I'm reminded I got to keep working at it.
1: I'm not good at that too, Michael. So don't be yourself. I'm sure. That's why we decided to talk about that. Because we want to be better. We want Mm -hmm. to get better. And every small business owner has to do that. If you want to survive Mm -hmm. and thrive, you have to try something and, and try to be better.
0: I remember a blog by a person I like to read called Peter Bregman. And he went into a sure sale brought there by a colleague to, to sell his services to a company. And as soon as the person began to lay out the issues, he said, well, I've got the answer. And he went right into his pitch. He didn't get the job and he admits in the blog, I didn't get the job because I didn't listen. I thought I knew everything and I jumped right at my pitch. I needed to spend a lot. In fact, I unsold my opportunity. I
1: that, it. that is the downfall of every sales person I know. Mm-hmm. They don't listen what the customer is saying. They just go into the sales mode because they think they know what the customer wants. That is not true because mm-hmm. every single customer needs something different. And if you listen to them, first of all, you'll be successful selling to them because you will know what kind of needs they have. No.
0: Yep. So, dear listeners, what are your challenges as an active listener? We'd like to hear. Do you have the challenges we face? Or are you better at it than we are? Tell us, please. We'd like to hear.
1: I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. I am, of course, Anna Steinfest, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Michael Troyer. Keep watching for us at Lessons in Success.
0: This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.